know why I did it like that. Welcome back <laughs> to the podcast, everybody. Hi, guys. We are live from New York. Welcome to New York, Ollie. We're in the same room. I'm staring at Anna right now. I'm staring into Ollie's eyes. We're hitting the same pina colada vape. It's awesome. <laughs> it's really good. The pineapple is really flavorful. New York is awesome, guys. I saw five of the juiciest rats I've ever seen in my entire life on a walk this morning. Uh, this morning? Yeah, I went out on a little morning walk to revitalize myself after last night, and there are a lot of dead rats and a lot of garbage, but also just a lot of beautiful trash city people, a lot of beautiful things to see. New York is awesome, and uh, we made it. This is it. We the podcast is legit now. We're yep. recording. We've got a studio. Mm-hmm. It's totally not Anna's kitchen table. <laughs> Ollie's in my house, and it's amazing. Um, how has your weekend been? True, we can talk about our weekend. I'm, I'm, I love New York, um, and it's good to be here in the fall when it's like not too cold. Yeah. It's oh, we've got beautiful. beautiful it's like been beautiful the entire time we've been here. And yeah, I'm also we've we've somehow been talking to so many people about movies while we're here too which is yeah. like some weird coincidence but anyway um let's just jump right into the film because the film we're talking about this week is like the most hyped shit you've ever like you've heard about it you've definitely heard about it <laughs> you if, have not if you're a person with access to the internet then you've heard about you are it. aware of don't worry darling mm-hmm. um it's olivia wilde's directorial Mm-mm. Debut? She has no? a couple movies before that. She did Book oh. Smart, um, but this was this is one of her, her writing debut. It's it's her first. This is one of her like I'd say this is her biggest movie so far. They were billing this as like her big fucking movie, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, it definitely was big, but maybe not for the reasons that she was hoping for. Definitely not because uh, there was a lot of gossip that surrounded this the film's production and. I mean, I love drama as much as much as the next person, but like this was a lot of. Drama. We're gonna get into the bottom of that later on in the movie or later later on in the episode. But first, uh, do you want to? Maybe give a little quick synopsis of the film. Yeah. So the synopsis of the film kind of confuses me. So I'm going to read what IMDb has, and then we can kind of get into that because I don't think this is a good synopsis. But basically, a 1950s housewife living with her husband in a utopian experimental community begins to worry that his glamorous company could be hiding disturbing secrets. It's okay. Yeah. So Alice and Jack uh, Chambers or something are like, a picture perfect couple like he goes to work every day she makes him a drink when he gets home like they have friends and he eats her out every night yeah he eats a lot of pussy in this movie um which we can also get into basically they have the perfect life but then alice starts having really disturbing experiences something's not right something is fake about their world their hu- her husband and like his cronies at his company are hiding something from them things are too perfect Mm-hmm. And that is unsettling. Yeah. And um, it goes without saying, like, this movie's too fresh. We're not going to spoil. And yeah. this movie is... No spoilers. spoil to you? We'll spoil it at the end, yeah, though. Because we need to, because we need to talk about this. The, like, yes. I have a lot of grievances. Oh, no. That I need to bring up, and that, that will require spoiling. But we're not going to spoil the beginning, at least. So uh, if you haven't seen it yet, definitely go watch it. It's definitely, like, a, a, a momentous film to go see. Oh, yeah. A ton of buzz. Pe- I feel like a lot of people I know every, have seen it. The, every time I've been to the theaters recently, the, including the, the viewing I went to, was sold out. Like, full theater. It's doing quite well at the box office. However, it has a 38 on Rotten Tomatoes oh, still. Yeah, yeah. It's got a shit rating. Shit rating. 
I think it could be higher than 38. It could be higher than 38, but like it's definitely not perfect. Yeah. Definitely not. Definitely not. Um, but what did you like about it? I think, honestly, the everything except the story oh. is really good. Like, like the st- uh, we'll get into this later, but like the aesthetics yep. that she went for in this film... Awesome. Really great. The music. Really great. The costumes, the cars, the everything, like visual. Aesthetics. Is awesome. Yes. She nailed it. Yeah. Like, I'm all on board with Olivia Wilde movies if she's going to like nail the aesthetics like this. Yeah. The world is really pleasing. Yeah. The story we can we can improve on. But everything else about this movie was really great. But I think what stood out the most to me was the range that Harry Styles had. What? I was what? blown <laughs> away by like, I don't want to spoil anything about his character. I his character is not who you think like it, it, it kind of defies who you uh, up until that point who you think he is and uh, he gets really angry at certain parts of this film and like he's not an actor so when he was like expressing himself in this film it was way better than I had expected I was expecting yeah. trash yeah I was expecting him to be like the token celebrity who's yeah. not a good actor in mm-hmm. this film and he surprised me and I wanted to you know acknowledge that yeah you know what I'm on board with this take actually because he was quite good he remi- this reminds me of when Michael Jordan tried to play baseball right so Michael Jordan obviously not um, your sport amazing basketball player the thing is and he was quite a good baseball player but it's not a sport and people would never let him be a baseball player. Like you got a ton of backlash because they're like, you're a basketball player. Yeah. So I feel like stay in your lane. Harry Styles is suffering from some of this where people are like, you're a singer. Like you can't be an actor. So no matter how good of an actor he is, people will never let him be a good actor. If that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I like that take. What about your pro? So it's funny because my pro is actually, I love the premise. I love the idea of this movie and the idea that it was based around. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so cool. It's Matrix adjacent. It's Truman Show Truman adjacent. Show um, I really, really love the the plot and like the content. I agree with you that the so- the story suffers in some areas, but I just love. So basically, like Olivia Wilde uh, bought the rights. This was a short story. She bought the rights to develop it, obviously. And she also based it on another short story. So the original short story, like, that would spoil the plot. But she also based it on the other short story where, like, these two children live in a utopian community. And all you have to do to live there is follow the rules. Sounds familiar. But the one boy, the little boy, watches the girl. Someone's trying to kidnap her, like, on the street, like a strange man in a car. And he's like, should I break the rules of the community to save her? Whoa. So that is, and and throughout that short story, there's like references to ballet interjected, which is where I think the ballet part Interesting. comes in. Interesting. Um, I agree. The idea is cool. Where I think this movie kind of like falls apart is it's not developed yeah, well. It's not. Like, and that's that, that's my grievance isn't the concept. My grievance is how the concept turns into a story. Yes. Is where this movie falls apart. Yes, yes. We're not going to say anything else about that until later in this episode because we will have to talk about the ending. So but, is that your con? But my con is this, is that the, the film has a cool, like, Olivia Wilde found this story really and cool. was like, this is a fucking cool story. Yeah. I'm going to make a really good movie about this. And she 
she was so close. Like she got the aesthetics. She was down. so close. She got the she got the hottest people in Hollywood to be in this movie with yes, her. Yes, she did. And basically had an unlimited budget because this movie looks fantastic. Yeah, it, it looks really and good. Like the, the like everything about this movie was just looking so so good. But then she like didn't get someone to read over her script or something. Like it was like so close. Anyway, that's my that's my con of this film is that like it doesn't really live up to the promises that the film itself makes to you. You're right. That's a really good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. I I would have to. It's also, like online, that's like the most common take. Yeah. I think. I, I I totally agree with you. I think that's probably my con. Um, even though I don't want to do the same con as you, but like the continuity things, the like logic of the movie is a little half-baked. Yeah. So there's a lot of questions. I have notes about this that we'll bring up later. Okay. When we talk about the ending. Yeah, it's a little half-baked. You kind of leave and you're like, oh, but what about this? And what about this? Yeah. But this movie like is very ambitious and tackles a lot. So I almost like give it a little bit of slack there. For sure. Yeah. So that's also your con. That's also, okay. I do have a secondary con, which is like, I think it's weird that Olivia Wilde starred in this movie and directed it. Like, how can you do both? Her character, Bunny, is supposed to originally be in the dinner party scene. Um, but she had to take that character out of the scene so that she could direct the scene. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, for our trivia section this week. For our trivia. There's only one piece of trivia that you need to know about this movie. And it is all the fucking goss and that surrounded this movie. So. Anna, take it away. So, I mean, chime in, Ollie. Wait, before we do that. Trivia. Nice. Yay. <laughs> yes, that's right. I, I brought the voice box to New York. Yay. Um, so basically the tea around this movie is Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles. So originally Shia LaBeouf was supposed to be in Harry Styles' role. Interesting. Interesting. But he left the project due to scheduling issues. There was a lot of scheduling issues, a lot of like things were kind of all over the place with like rehearsing and on set and stuff like that because Olivia Wilde was like apparently all over the place she was apparently she started dating Harry Styles basically like she was engaged to Jason Sudeikis Ted Lasso man weren't they married because she she was engaged and they have they have two children together maybe one filed for her divorce while she was on stage accepting an award. Yeah, she got served process papers while she was on Those stage. Those were divorce like filings, though? I thought they were divorce filings. Custody. Oh, custody filings. Custody okay. papers. Um, she got served on stage while she was... So not chill. ...answering questions at, like, a film festival, and she was pissed. That is, that is like, a line that nobody should cross. That was so, like... I don't know. I kind of... That's a win for Jason Sudeikis. Oh, but he was so embarrassed. Like, he, like, apologized right afterwards. He was like, I did not tell them to do that. Like they did that on their own, like the law, the firm. That like, process server is just a fucking beast. Fucking animal. <laughs> They're like, and this is Olivia Wilde. She's going to answer some questions. He's like, boom. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles are dating, which like obviously his fan base is like, uh, like whatever. Good for him for going for a MILF though. She's a MILF. She's a MILF. She looks really scary. I would be scared of her. There's something about her that's like really fucking hot though. You think I don't so? I really hot. <laughs> um, but yeah, and so apparently, so Florence Pugh, um, 
did not do any press. It was very like noticeable. She would not, she barely went to the like touring and pictures and stuff like that. She left their standing ovation at the Venice Film Festival Wasn't early. Wasn't posting on anything on socials either. Like, yeah. Obviously avoiding because, her responsibilities um, as, an, as a star. People were treating her badly on set. Noticeably, Olivia Wilde was like, I don't know, giving her a bunch of shit. She also got paid less than Harry Styles, even though she is the main character. Yeah. Which, I mean, like... I think that's unacceptable. Not very feminist of you. Not very feminist. And, like, extremely meta, considering the topic of the film. Like, yeah. Also, like, she's fucking, like, going at it. Like, she's I was, acting I was her just heart giving out. Harry Styles so much credit for his range, but compared to Florence Pugh, it's like a fucking child in the room. Florence Pugh is a powerhouse actor. She... She's goaded. Like, she's, she's in so many fucking goaded movies that, like, she is... And she came on the scene relatively recently. Yeah. Which is really cool, um, but she is so amazing. Oh my god! I remember the first time because Midsummer, I think, was the first time I saw her. Yeah. <sighs> what an introduction. She's a laser focused on Dune too. Yeah. That was also like it was weird that she's like talking about her projects. She's not even like begun. She's yeah. She's talking about Oppenheimer, which comes out in like 2025. Holy fuck! I can't wait for that movie. And she's talking uh. about that, but not about. Don't worry, darling, which literally is in theaters now. So that something was up. So continue. So there was a lot of uh, like criticism and tea surrounding this movie. So like it has a 38 on Rotten Tomatoes. People are very critical of it. Um, they paid Kim Kardashian to promote this movie on her story, Ooh. which is kind of a you don't want to have Des to pull reeks of desperation. You don't want to have to pull that lever. No. Ugh. But yeah, so that is. The drama. Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde are still allegedly dating. Um, it was, if you watch videos of like all, the whole cast together, it is so cringe. Yeah. It's nightmare core. Like no, they won't talk to each other. They don't even look at each other. Like it's very Nick Kroll is just like keeping everything together. Yeah. The the dad that keeps the the glue that binds this this crew of. Chris Pine um, was fun in this. He's kind of yeah. old now, but he's like good. I think Nick Kroll was underutilized in this film. Super underutilized, yeah. Also, there I have heard people have issues with the fact that the only two like actors of color are like basically totally cut out, except for like two scenes. But I think that's deliberate because like the. Oh no, not, they're not the only two actors of color. I'm sorry, Gemma Chan is in this movie, um, and she's has a big role. Yeah. But the two black people. Yeah. Basically. No, for sure. Um. Yeah. So a lot of tea surrounding this movie. Um. I would love to know more, but. We'll never know. We'll never know. All right. Now, this is a great episode to introduce our new segment, which is Rewrite the Ending. Rewrite the From Ending. From this moment on, we are spoiling this movie. Yeah. There's so much to talk about in this film. Spoilers. <laughs> nice. We're going to spoil the ending, but it's because we're going to rewrite this ending. Yeah. Because, like Anna said, there's a lot of like plot holes that are created by the execution of this plot twist. The plot twist, first of all, that uh, Harry Styles is like a fucking weird incel dude who like never sees his girlfriend. Yeah. And puts her in a simulation because he wants to spend more time with her. Yeah, she's a surgeon. Yeah. And you know, you see that they live in like a shitty apartment, even though how, because you're a surgeon, but they live in a shitty apartment. They're a real life couple in modern times, but you know, she comes home late from work. She doesn't want to fuck. And, like, he is researching, like, alt-right masculinity. He's, on, he's listening to Joe Rogan as she walks in the door. And he finds this project where you can hook yourself up 
to like a like a computer and live in this simulation but basically like you have to like your body is laying in a bed and your eyes are just like have these devices on them so basically she figures out that he has locked her in this simulation yeah he's like kidnapped her like imagine if your partner like somehow kidnapped you and is forcing you to like lay in a bed and you know you see her wearing like things on her legs because she's bed sores because she's been there for so long it's it's horrifying it's horrifying um but from the moment that twist happens the back half of the movie the final like fourth of the movie there's a lot of why there's a lot of why this why this why this why this why this like why are these characters doing these things i got really confused when chris pine's character like Gemma chan who's chris pine's wife kills him okay like why did why did that happen why is she now going to like enslave all these people because she's like my turn your turn for what your turn for what that was completely underdeveloped yeah lost on me um and there's a lot of things that like have to do with this the the fact that they're in a simulation yeah and it's like why like the plane falling out of the sky um what happened to like the girl who figured it out first kiki lane's character what happened to her um what happened to florence Pugh after the end like why are the eggs hollow but sometimes not. Because, okay, I read up on this. So there's one scene where Florence Pugh, um, she's, she makes eggs for breakfast every right. morning. And she crushes an egg and nothing comes out. Yeah. And she's like, what the fuck is happening? It's because the eggs, the way they're programmed, will only come out if you crack them. But they're not meant to be crushed. Oh. So okay. when they're crushed, like okay. that's, they weren't programmed like okay. that. Okay. Okay. That, that makes sense. But it's not like... It's not explained. Because, because it constantly cuts to like her making eggs. So like... I was confused. Like, why? But that, that, that does actually that does make sense. Um, what the fuck was up with that Harry Styles tap dancing scene? I think they were like, he's a fucking showman. We got to put a scene where he's dancing. He's, he's, he's like, monkey. I'll only be in this movie if I get to dance. It was com- like, why did he do? Like, why? Like, why? Yeah. Uh, so many why. Because he wants to feel like the fucking main character. Because he wants to be the star. And like in his actual life. Florence Pugh is like the breadwinner and the the like well, yes. successful one. He's the failure. This so movie comments a lot about masculinity and how it's being threatened in like modern life. I also think though that that's where this kind of movie falls apart is that its commentary on masculinity doesn't like if you're going. Sh- sh- also, we didn't talk about this in like the the press, but recently uh, Olivia Wilde said that she based the character of Chris Pine on Jordan Peterson. Yeah, and like the 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 manosphere. Uh. Which is cool, and like I, I can see like in in like in manifesting in different areas of this movie, right? Like the manosphere, like the whole like like uh, fragile masculinity. That's what she's like, kind of like t- attacking. Mm-hmm. But and I, and I was talking about this with the, with the people I went to go see the movie with. Like, if you're gonna attack that, it's so easy to attack that. It's easy to attack masculine. Do a good job. Like yeah. it, she doesn't do a good enough job of attacking the, the, the fragile, like incel people that are the villains of this movie. Like she doesn't have to attack them though because they're they're revealed to be so vile and disgusting. And like 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 useless. Like they're just so like failed. They're such failures. Yeah. But well this is a all the men here basically are failures in real life and they've chosen to go to this yeah. like perfect world. It's really unnerving, though, because you can see at one point when Harry Styles, like, you see him applying to, like, get them into this program. Uh, you, you pick a wife to come with you, and there's a part where it's like, 
Um, okay, chosen wife, this name. Prior relationship, yes or no. So you could, in theory, just take someone that you have no... Okay, so that's where... So Whew, scary. The kinds of people that would put women in these simulations... Evil. Are, are e First of all, evil, but not people who are in relationships, which is the biggest plot hole of this movie. Harry Styles is like an incel dude who has a girlfriend. The, the kinds of people that they're trying to attack with this film are like incels who hate women and like don't have women in their lives. So a lot of the wives in this movie you find out all had the same story about how they met their husband and it's implied that those women didn't have prior relationships yeah. with these men, which yeah. is so... It's like a made-up narrative that they all file. That's a really good reveal. That's a really... That's, I think, underdeveloped. Like, th that... Once you find out that Harry Styles is an incel, first of all, like, go further with that. Like, yes! Like, he should be, like, violent. Like, he should be scary. I was scared of him. He gets kind of violent. He d no, he does. But like, like the movie should end on like a terrifying note, where it yeah. kind of just like ends and you're like, okay, it's like, too soft. It's too soft of an ending. Like, if you're gonna go, go there, go there. Like, and that's where I feel like um, the kind, the, the men that they're that she's trying to attack in this, with it, or not attack, but like, the, what the subject of masculinity that she's trying to discuss. Mm -hmm is not fully explained through the characters in the story. Yeah. Yeah. Harry Styles' character is not well written. Yeah. For the idea of Harry Styles' character. Like the like and that's yeah. and that's where I like the ending for me, like it just didn't uh it didn't like bang the gong like at the end. Like, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, that yes. That it needed to for this movie to be like epic. It could have been epic. The, the sci-fi is where also it just kind of like falls apart. There are a couple parts of this movie where they're like, okay, how do we explain this? And they just like pick the first answer they thought the of. The first answer she thought of. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's me rewriting this ending is that it should have ended like way more violent, way more horrific than it did. I was really surprised when she kills Harry Styles. Mm -hmm. Thought that was fun. But you're right. He should have been more of a player. Yeah. But that's also like. Also, I thought of this. Sorry, I didn't want to. No, 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 go. Harry Styles shouldn't have been, this is my rewrite, Harry Styles shouldn't have been her boyfriend. He should have been like a really creepy stalker who like watches her. Or like a friend. And like kidnaps her. Yeah. Or a friend. Like, yeah, like, a, like, like a, he like grew up with Imagine her. Imagine if he was like her husband's friend. Like there's a backstory, like, like cut yeah. to a back, because you're already cutting out of the simulation. Cut to a backstory where like he like was obsessed with her in high school and she never I like that him. they are real life partners though because it's more scary to think about your real life partner doing As that to being you. Being a monster? Yes, it's okay. more scary. Okay, I didn't think of that. Because the whole thing like this the masculinity in this movie is about how men like keep women at home and like they pretend to love like a lot of feminist writing has been done about this where men don't really love women, they just need to have sex with women, so that's why they put up with having girlfriends and wives. They need women. Yeah. They don't want women. Like, they a lot them. of people will talk about how men, like, straight men, don't actually like women, which is why, like, men don't respect women and stuff like that, but they need a female partner. Okay, interesting. Um, and this movie really gets at that. Yeah. Like, you just need sure. a female partner. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if she even knows who you are. Doesn't it, she doesn't have to have her own life. She doesn't have to be happy. She doesn't have to be respected. She just has to be there. Be there. Damn. Yeah. So glad we have the, the gender studies perspective because that is a, a huge part of this film. Um, so, yeah. 
that's uh, Don't Worry Darling. Any, do you want to rate the movie on 10? We've been going way too long on this, but <laughs> I, do you want to rate this movie on 10? I really, really like this movie. I think this movie is super rewatchable. Yeah. Because then you catch all the Easter eggs. For sure. There's a lot of Easter eggs I probably didn't catch. Um, I think it's super rewatchable. I think like the, for the most part, the cast is acting their heart out. Uh, like Harry Styles is really trying. Like when he was screaming in the car. That, okay, that's that's what I'm saying. Like his range. Yeah, is yeah. Impressive. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, the British accent is supposed to be fake, which is why it sounds like shit. Yeah, it's kind of so. it's like almost like Liverpool, like Scottish almost. It's, it's funny he weird. like chose to be British. You can choose your nationality in the thing, and he chose British, even though he's not British in real life. Also, the like costumes of Incel Harry Styles are awesome. Like he looks so different. He looks like a fucking dirt bag. Like he looks terrible. Dirt. He. Oh my god, with the long hair and the beard, oh, I was like, like oh, yeah. He looks really scary. Yeah. So I would rate that as I would rate this movie as like honestly like solid seven point five. Wow. Okay. I thought it was good. Okay. B. B. B plus. B. Yeah. Um, I don't think I need to explain my rating because, like, we've been... We've been. We've been going. But, like I said earlier, I am so on board with more Olivia Wilde. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm on her team. I'm cheering for more Olivia Wilde movies because I think everything is there. She just needs to fucking hire someone to reread her scripts. She needs, like, a ghostwriter. She's, she needs a ghostwriter. Because, the, like... Like we said, there's a lot of ideas that just don't uh, don't fully manifest mm-hmm. well, and there's a lot of answers that are just the first thing that came into her brain. There's a, yeah, there's a lot of focus on things that don't matter as well. So yeah, so I'm gonna give this like a six point five. Okay. A six point five. Uh, yeah. Don't yeah. worry, darling. <laughs> don't worry, darling. Uh, definitely still worth a watch. Even the, totally with our, with our pretty average ratings, it's still a, definitely like a movie you should watch. A, a movie that I think guys should really watch, even though like they're gonna be like so turned off by the drama of it all. Like I think guys don't care at all about that. And if you're in a relationship, you should watch this. If movie. you're in a relationship, you should definitely and go. You see should with fucking your, uh, remember that people are snakes. Even your boyfriend. Even your boyfriend is. Your boyfriend is a snake, probably. It is a pro- like the manosphere problem mm-hmm. is a, like like every guy knows a guy who still fucking knows that shit like is in that world Ugh. it's really bad do like, you yeah i know lots of guys who are like that it's <laughs> fucking whack dude it's a problem that we're gonna that i think this movie will age really well because yes. that's a problem that we're just gonna keep having like there's gonna be well we've always been having that and we kind of talked about this last week too with the what was the movie we were talking about? oh barbarian barbs that is a co- like a criticism of toxic masculinity kind of yeah. like this is um and like the duality of like either rejecting or embracing it. Don Draper would love this movie. Don Draper would love this movie. Guys who embrace the manosphere mindset will like hopefully hate this movie because they can't see that they are the Harry Styles, you know? Like <sighs> That's this is this movie is scary. Like it this is movie scary. is horrifying when you sit down and think about the it. The idea so. honestly is scarier than the execution. Plot, the execution itself. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that was Don't Worry, Darling. Don't worry, darling. Please DM us your thoughts. I know so many of you listening to this have seen it already. So please DM us your thoughts on Don't Worry, Darling. Uh, Anna, do you have a wreck before we leave? Um, Pineapple Coconut Ice Elf Bar. This shit is fire. Yeah. (laughs) (coughs) Holy fuck. Fat cloud. Are you okay? I'm fine. <sighs> well, my wreck is blind. 
<laughs> my wreck is Bud Light Lime. That's um, a good wreck. <laughs> oh my god. Jesus. Anyway, um, yeah. If you want to be on an episode of Cinema Scum, uh, if you want to enter the manaverse, the manosphere with us, <laughs> if you want to be on an episode of Cinema Scum, DM us on Instagram with an idea for a film. We will pencil you in. Um, and yeah. Bye-bye. Oh. <laughs> Bye bye. <laughs> bye. My love must be a kind of blind love. I can't see anyone but you. I don't know if it's cloudy or bright.